Hello, welcome to our podcast on legal issues medtechs are facing. I am Eric Lekelinek and I'm the digital business partner in Paris, member of a digital health group. Thanks for tuning into this podcast where I'm joined by Alexander Olbrecht, director at MedTech Europe, which is a European trade association representing the medical technology industries from diagnosis to cure. We will discuss today the interplay of digital legislations with sectoral legislation. Alexander, hello, and thanks for accepting our invitation. The pleasure is all mine, and thank you so much for having me. So, Alexander, you're Director of Digital Health at MedTech Europe since October 2022. You oversee all activities related to digital regulations impacting the medical technology sector. The primary focus areas include artificial intelligence, data management and governance, the European health data space and cyber resilience. In addition, you held position as a business unit manager, product manager and medical advisor in both the medical technology and pharmaceutical industries. You have consistently demonstrated a strong commitment to advancing digital health throughout your professional career. But Alexander, could you tell us more about your career and what keeps you busy at the moment? Well, you did a great summarization already of, of my career, but uh, indeed, digital health has always been something that uh, uh, is the constant within within my career. Always, uh, it always touched touched upon it or was a major um, part of it. <clears throat> And so that together with working for trade associations, both on a national level and uh, now the European level. So all in all, this is a this is a great marriage, if you will, of, of the things that I that I like to do and uh, to keep busy with. And today, what keeps me busy is I think the political developments right now with all of the legislation that is being developed around digital health. We're getting really now in the crunching time as we speak, since we are November 2023. A lot of things will, will happen, and, and that's the thing that keeps me busy and uh, and my team as well. I'm fully dedicated to, to that to that mission to really make digital health a success for the for the healthcare of the future, if you will. Sure, it will be a success. Uh, so, artificial intelligence has become the buzzword in the digital policy landscape in recent months, particularly digital health. How is MedTech Europe involved in this discussion, considering that AI has been used in medical technology for quite some time? I think the promises of artificial intelligence um, are broader than just, just in healthcare. If you look at it, AI will support humans in their daily lives, regardless of the sector. They will take care of routine tasks and they will advance human knowledge. Now, especially all of these three points are particularly relevant for uh, healthcare. Daily lives, of course, both from the patient and healthcare provider side, there are the routine tasks that dominate a lot of the work of healthcare providers, and AI could be a substantial help in, in that. Now, the second point, the human knowledge, I mean, healthcare and the knowledge about healthcare in general is just uh, exponentially growing, and um, having the help there of artificial intelligence uh, and data and so on is, is extremely helpful uh, in order to support healthcare professionals to make the right choices to to serve the patients as best as possible and to give them the therapy that uh, they need and uh, and most definitely deserve and one particular example that i can give there is um there's a, the cardiovascular uh, disease area for example there 
AI can be extremely helpful um, when analyzing electrocardiograms, for example. And um, regardless from this example, AI could is, is capable of potentially saving up to 400,000 lives yearly. Uh, and the cardiovascular example is just one of, of, of those. So we go into really big numbers and the potential benefit of, of AI and healthcare uh, is, uh, is very is very large, if you will. And for us, so you, you can see clearly that we are an integral part of, of uh, AI and data with the medical technology industry, uh, because at the same time, we are generating quite a lot of data ourselves through our devices, uh, whether it's medical devices or in the laboratory uh, with in vitro diagnostics uh, uh, tools. And today, so the AI Act um, is a EU, EU proposed law. Um, but today we already have in, in, in function, uh, that is the medical devices regulation and the in vitro diagnostics regulation. And currently, devices that are incorporating artificial intelligence are currently regulated under what we call our sectoral legislation for medical devices uh, and in vitro diagnostics. So the medical technologies uh, as the common denominator. So those two are regulating the, the, the products, solutions and portfolios of our member companies. Of course, um, when the AI Act actually gets into, into force, they will have an interest, interesting uh, interplay between those. And um, it's one of the points that uh, we are focusing heavily on with, uh, with the team today. Considering that health data is at the heart of medical technology, MedTech Europe is active in the Data Act and the European health data space. What is the interplay between these regulations and sector-specific regulation as outlined in the medical device regulation and the in vitro medical device regulation? It's an excellent question. I think there's two sides on the story. The, the, the first one is, if we look at the life cycle of data and AI, we need qualitative data to develop qualitative uh, AI systems. So you can already see some timeline there of when we generate data uh, and then we'll use it for AI generated uh, solutions and so on. That's one part. The other part is we have the sectoral legislation, as you beautifully mentioned, the MDR and the IVDR to get uh, the acronyms uh, uh, here now active. That's it. Yes, exactly. And then uh, we have European Health Data Space with which the EHDS together with the AI Act, they are formed around this life cycle of data. And so they have that interplay, and at the same time, they interplay with each other as well. Uh, the AI Act is uh, heavily uh, dependent and, and very close to the MDR and IVDR. European Health Data Space will determine how data will be will be shared. And then you have even the, the GDPR that comes into play there as well. And I think that is one of the, of the, the key topics that we need to be very mindful about is how will all of these work together in the future if we want to have digital health as a true success and the bet they work together, all of these legislations uh, and regulations that are there today, uh, the, the, the bigger we can fulfill the potential of, of digital health. And there are some concrete examples that, uh, but it would lead me too, too technical, but the main point here is that they all have an impact on each other and whether it's new or existing regulation, the, the, um, the key point is really to align those as, as best as possible um, and, and find common ground with, uh, with those. So um, we don't lose valuable time and uh, we can bring our, um, our solutions and portfolio and, and, uh, to the patients uh, through uh, healthcare providers. We touched upon AI in healthcare. 
uh, regulation behind it. But what we'll, we still have not talked about is bringing AI solutions to market. What's your view on that? Well, we see new developments in reimbursement and funding pathways um, because this is all, these are all very new technologies. And um, there as well, new needs to be welcomed. And uh, this is currently the case in some countries. For example, like Germany and France, they, they're really leading the way um, with establishing dedicated pathways for the assessment of reimbursement of digital technologies with fast track processes like, for example, Deacon, uh, Biga, sorry, which is the German uh, example, and then Pican, the, the French one. And we see these examples more and more often in other countries, and I think this is a very good development. Uh, however, um, these pathways, or most of them, uh, have payment schemes that not really consider the AI element. So the digital health element is, uh, is already there, but the AI element still needs to be considered, especially given that there is, a, there is an unrealized value recognition of AI in, in, in that regard. So um, we need dedicated pathways for the actual assessment of AI technologies. That is, uh, that is a, the next step that we need to, that we need to take. But the, the, the first signals are positive with these, uh, with these lovely examples. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on AI and digital health. Do you have any key takeaways for our listeners? I have two. Um, and the first one is we really need that stakeholder trust. And with stakeholder, I mean the healthcare providers, the citizens, the patients, everybody that is involved, uh, industry, lawmakers and so on in these digital health technologies to really leverage that potential. Um, because the trust will be crucial, you know, for ethical considerations, the skills that are required to do so. But the, the fundamental step is really to establish that trust. And the second one, uh, the second uh, key takeaway that I want to share here is that we really need fit for purpose legislation and uh, and these pathways, as I as I mentioned, because they are the enablers for this. So we, if the trust and all of these these points are there, which is my first point, the second point will be even more crucial or as crucial as that in order to facilitate really these things reaching uh, the, the patients in the hospitals today in, in Europe. And uh, we can really move forward there. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to conclude here with, with a rather positive message uh, on, on, on this. I think we're on the right track. Uh, we have to collaborate, uh, all stakeholders really need to collaborate and sit together, and we will make, uh, we will make digital health uh, a success in the, in, in the next decades to come. Thank you so much, Alexander. Very inspiring. There is a lot on the table for medtechs. They need, for sure, guidance to navigate through all these legal issues. This concludes this podcast. Thanks for listening. If you would like to discuss this content further or have any queries, feel, please feel free to contact me. You can find my contact details on the Simmons & Simmons website. Goodbye.